0: Welcome to the Wonder World Podcast, where we compile stories, cool facts, and fun for curious kids. I'm Olivia. I'm Pam. And today is Monday, March 6th. Today is no homework day, so tell your teachers about it. Does this mean we get no homework, Mom? Uh, no. You're homeschooled. All of your work is homework, and you'd have to do something. Today is also National Procrastination Week, but we decided to celebrate that next week. and. National Frozen Food Day. What
1: is your favorite frozen food, Mama? I think my
0: favorite frozen food is
1: probably frozen mozzarella sticks. How about you?
0: My favorite food is definitely ice cream. Ah, what's your favorite flavor? Mint chocolate chip. I
1: think that might be my favorite, too.
0: The United States is the country that eats the most ice cream, followed by Australia and then Norway, which you wouldn't think because Norway is so cold. In fact, around 90% of Americans have ice cream in their freezers at any given moment. The first recipe for ice cream dates back to a 1665 recipe book.
1: That's so cool. Okay, it's time for trivia. Which U.S. state is the only state to have not been its own country before joining the Union? Is it A, Vermont, B, Hawaii, C, Alaska, or D, Texas? We'll be back with the answer right after this day in history. And on this day in history, in 1863, Texas volunteers were defeated at the Alamo during the Texas Revolution from Mexico. Also in 1869, Dmitry Mendeleev first presented his periodic table of chemical elements to the Russian Chemical Society. Mendeleev's story is really kind of cool. He was a Russian chemist who's credited with the development of this periodic table. In the mid-1800s, he was teaching chemistry at the University of St. Petersburg, and he was trying to make sense of the various elements that had been discovered at that time. Now, Mendeleev noticed that the elements could be organized into groups based on their chemical and physical properties. And so he began to develop a system for categorizing these elements. He was actually a big card player. He liked to play solitaire. So he wrote the names of the known elements on cards and then arranged them in order of increasing atomic weight. And when he did, he began to notice patterns and gaps in the sequence of elements. Mendeleev realized that by leaving appropriate gaps in his sequence, he could predict the properties of undiscovered elements that would fill those gaps. He even predicted the properties of three elements that had not been discovered, which he named echaboron, aluminum, and echasilicon. These elements were later discovered and they were given the names scandium gallium, and germanium, respectively. Mendeleev's periodic table was revolutionary in that it organized the known elements in a logical and intuitive way, and it allowed scientists to make predictions about the properties of undiscovered elements. The periodic table is now a fundamental tool in chemistry. Actually, you could call it a big cheat sheet, and it's used to understand the behavior of elements and to predict the chemical reactions that they will undergo.
0: Some other fun facts about the periodic table. Mendeleev gets credit as the inventor of the periodic table, but his wasn't the first table to organize the chemical elements. There were other versions. It was, however, the first to gain widespread scientific credibility. 94 of the elements on the periodic table occur in nature while the others are man-made, and technetium was the first artificial element created. The only letter not represented on the periodic table is J.
1: Okay, so back to our trivia. Which U.S. state is the only state to have not been its own country before joining the Union? Was it A, Vermont, B, Hawaii, C, Alaska, or D, Texas? And the answer is C, Alaska. All three of the other states were independent nations for a period of time before joining the United States. I didn't know about Vermont. I didn't either. That's really cool.
0: March 6 birthdays include, in 1475, Michelangelo, not the Ninja Turtle, the Italian painter and sculptor, was born today. Did you know that Michelangelo was not only an artist, but also an accomplished poet? And he designed military fortifications for the city of Florence, Italy? A man of many talents, he worked right up to the week he died, supervising the construction of St. Peter's Basilica at the Vatican in Rome and working on the Statue of Pieta. Don't forget to check the show notes for links to images of some of Michelangelo's works. Some people who were also born today, in 1806, poet Elizabeth Barrett Browning, and 1972, Shaquille O'Neal, also known as Shaq, a basketball player and TV personality.
1: Now it's time for our word of the week. This week's word is quagmire. Quagmire means a soft, spongy, wet ground or a difficult situation that's hard to escape from. You could say something like, The girl was caught in a quagmire of her own making when she lost her mother's favorite earrings. Or, The long driveway in front of our house becomes a quagmire after a few inches of rain. Can you use the
0: word quagmire this week? Hey, Mom. Speaking of rain, why do you need to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs outside? I don't know, Olivia. Why? Because you might step in a poodle.
1: No, I've got one. Why does Snoop Dogg need an umbrella? Why? faux drizzle.
0: Here's a poem for you. Rain in the Summer by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. How beautiful is the rain after the dust and heat in the broad and fiery street in the narrow lane. How beautiful is the rain, how it clatters along the roofs like the tramp of hoofs, how it gushes and struggles out from the throat of the overflowing spout. Across the window pane, it pours and pours And swift and wide with a muddy tide, like a river down the gutter roars. The rain, the welcome rain. Nice poem. But mom, shouldn't it be hooves and not hoofs? Well, not according to Longfellow. Longfellow was wrongfellow.
1: Actually, hoofs or hooves can be used interchangeably as the plural of hoof. Who knew? Not me. Well, we learned something new. Every day. And that brings us to the conclusion of our episode. Thanks so much for joining us on the Wonder World podcast. If you enjoyed the show, head on over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. The reviews you leave help us to get word out about the podcast to more families, and we thank you.
0: Also, don't forget we include resource and image links in the show notes for each episode to help you explore further find those at wonderworldpodcast.com. Until we meet again, keep wondering.